My sisters-in-law were in town over the weekend, so we could go and see The Grateful Dead. Well, actually, it wasn't The Grateful Dead. It was The Dead and Company, which is John Mayer, Bob Weir, and the two drummers from The Grateful Dead. And I think that's it. I don't think they've got the keyboard people or anyone. I mean, John Mayer brings his bassist, but it's really a very interesting group compared to what I saw a couple of years ago with my wife, which was Trey Anastasia from Fish heading up a majority of the Grateful Dead, including the original keyboardist and, uh, well, Phil Lesh and Bob Weir and the two drummers. So it was a different makeup and the music was not what I would associate with Grateful Dead music. In fact, it was a very curious and somewhat elongated concert with a lot of really slow jam sessions, basically, to the point where I didn't even recognise the dead songs that were there because they'd all been John Merrified in some very strange way. In any case, in attending the dead show, I realised that the drumming section, the solo drumming section, which has amazing psychedelic graphics, and plastered on the various screens around the concerts. What I really liked about the original Dead show and what I liked about this Dead and Company show, I filmed a little snippet of that, which I put both on Facebook and on YouTube. And for folks who follow me on YouTube, it's very easy to find. I think it's the second last video in my Barbelay YouTube channel. In any case, I was having a discussion with one of my wife's sister's friends associated with the psychedelic visuals in particular, the what I would call edge detection, because that's what it is, that moves in and out around images, which is ultimately a well-described element of the psychedelic experience. And the thing that strikes me about this edge detection, you know, throbbing with multiple kind of edge detection lines around certain things, is that this is so centrally part of mammalian existence, our cats, a very pronounced edge detection. And also I have a section in the Noble Ape manuals which describes eating a corn chip on your back teeth, on your molars, and just looking at a tree. And you will see that edge detection thing flash before you as you look at a tree usually about 10 to 20 feet away. Anything natural looking you'll see more pronounced as you kind of crunch your corn chip on your back molars, just showing that slight visual misalignments will trigger the edge detection. And as I was talking to my wife's sister's friend, I made the point that this came probably through some shrew-like creature or something even smaller, because it exists in mammals, primarily. And obviously there was a group of these critters, and some of these critters died. The ones that didn't die, the ones that had this little flash thing, which identified edges in some sense. I mean, it's very difficult actually to describe to people what an edge is, kind of pointed part of the light, you know, shape. When you paint military figures and things, you create edges on them by actually brushing lighter colours on the, you know, elements of the edges. But in this edge detection flash thing, a group of these critters didn't have the edge detection flash, and they were obviously eaten by the predators. But the ones that did have this edge detection flash, or maybe even just one, that survived through, got to breed, and you know, its offspring had this edge detection flash and continued on. And this anomaly in some kind of cranial cortex, which also begs a lot of questions associated with where edge detection exists, is represented in this thing, which is now obviously psychedelic counterculture or what have you. But really, this is basic mammalian programming represented here. I love this kind of evolutionary biology, practical evolutionary biology. Anyway, I'll leave you with that.